there are so many deaths that are taking place. I have five debts that I received phone call or text about on last week. Five, I believe, less than a week. And some are in my family and some are, are not. It seems like people are dying now at a faster rate than ever before. That's what I'm seeing. And uh, this should be a wake-up call for all of us to get our house in order before it is eternally too late. I'm, I'm just happy to be a member of the Church of Christ. Really, really I am. Because there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Romans chapter 8 verse number 1. And I'm just glad to be a member of the Church of Christ at Hollywood Street. And uh, there are some of you who were here at this congregation when it first started. And then there are others that the Lord brought here. And I want to make mention this morning that I believe that it is the Lord that set members in the body. Uh, I believe that with all my heart. That God sets the member where it pleases him. Uh, I did not grow up in this particular congregation. The Lord brought me here. Hello, somebody. And I believe that the Lord does not make any mistakes. And I think he brought me here like he brought some of you others here for a reason. And I believe that it was to be a blessing and a teammate to the rest of the members here. I'm just glad to be a member of the church. Amen, somebody. That when we die and lose our lives, we do not have to worry. The Lord is going to provide. If you don't mind, this morning, be finding Galatians, Galatians rather, chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. <clears throat> and uh, I want to just read here, just, just be my foundational scripture this morning. Galatians 5, 16 and following. <clears throat> Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 and following. Paul writes to the churches at Galatia and he says, This I say, this I say then, walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other. So that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye. Be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Did you catch the contrast there at verse 18? He says, latter part of 17, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But, there it is, if ye be what? Led 
of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Uh, the Bible. The Bible talks about the fruit of the spirit. Love. Peace. Joy. Long-suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. Faith. Meekness. Temperance. And then Paul says, against such there is no law. And he was telling the churches in Galatia that there is nothing against the Jewish law that these attributes break. He wants them to know that there is nothing that hinders you from being able to take these things and implement them in our lives that we may be more like the Lord. There is fruit of the Spirit. Now, since there's fruit of the Spirit, there must be fruits of sin. Now, uh, when you look at the fruit of the Spirit, it didn't say the fruits of the Spirit. It says fruit. That means that if you have one, you have all. And so there must be the opposite. If there's the fruit of the Spirit, there must be fruits of sin. Now, let me name one of the fruit of sin today and it's called suicide suicide I said suicide I want to talk this morning for a short while about the spirit of suicide now I did not say the sin of suicide but I said the spirit of suicide now I know some of you are asking why did I not say the sin of suicide? And here it is. Because I do not believe that all suicide cases is a sin. Oh, I wish I had a church up in here. There are some people who are clinically depressed. There are some people who are mentally sick. And I really don't want to spend a lot of time on is suicide a sin or not or will the child of God who commits suicide will they spend eternity in hell flames I think this lesson will cover that on today but rather I want to deal with some of the things that causes or leads a person to give in to such a spirit about 10 years ago some of you can recall I had a good friend from Ville Platte who I have been uh, aid for and assisted in obeying the gospel when we were in high school. He was not only a friend, but he was a member of the Lord's church. And about 10 years ago, he lived with his mother and his father had passed on and he and his mother lived alone. And one night she came back from work and she did not see him uh, that night. He did not come out of his room and she decided that he must have been tired. He must have been asleep and, and he must have been uh, weary and tired. So she left him alone. And she said, well, you know, I didn't see, uh, they call him June. I didn't see June uh, 
uh, last night and he's not out on this morning. And so she decides to walk in his room. And when she walked in his room, she found him laid out on the bed and had a gun and he had blew, blowed up his head. And uh, he was uh, depressed. You spoke to him. You could hear it in his voice. You looked at the countenance of his face. You saw it in his face. And I stopped by to tell you that everybody who commits suicide, it's not just trying to escape. Some of them are, are in deep depression. Some of them are mentally sick and mentally ill. In the Bible, there is nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. There in the Bible, we can read about six cases that is recorded of suicide in the Bible. Number one, you have Umbimalik in Judges 9 and 54 who had committed suicide. It was Saul in 1 Samuel 31 verse 4 who committed suicide. Saul's armor bearer. 1 Samuel 31, 4 through 6 says, since my king has committed suicide, then I will commit suicide as well. And he fell on the sword. Ahithophel, 2 uh, Samuel 17, 23, committed suicide. Zimri, in 1 Kings 16, 18, committed suicide. And Judas, after being filled with sorrow, he hung himself, Matthew 27 and verse number 5. And then there are those uh, who claim that Samson committed suicide. But I don't believe Samson is a case of suicide. Samson knew he would die. But Samson's aim and goal was not to kill himself. His aim and his goal was to kill the Philistines. The Bible views suicide as equal to murder, which in God's mind is self murder God is the only one who decides when and how a person dies in Psalms 31 verse number five the Bible says into your hands I commit my spirit is the words Jesus claims and speaks about when he's dying uh, and when he gives the ghost up there on the cross of Calvary God is the giver of life Job 1.21, Job says, the Lord gives and the Lord take it away. Solomon, in all of his pursuit, his pursuits of pleasure reached the point where he hated life. Ecclesiastes 2 and verse number 17, it was Elijah who was fearful of his life and depressed in his life and yearned for death. 1 Kings 19 and verse number 4, Jonah was so angry at God that he wished to die. Jonah 4 and verse number 8. Even the apostle Paul and some of his close companions were at the point of despair when they fell under great pressure far beyond their ability to endure. Matter of fact, Paul would tell us today that we were so much under pressure I really thought we were going to die. 2 Corinthians 1, 8. But regardless of how stressful these men were, none of them took their lives. And I believe that they didn't take their life because 
they trusted in the Lord. They relied on the Lord. Sometimes you have to go to something deeper and stronger than yourself. I believe it was Solomon who learned to fear God and to keep his commandments. For he says, this is the whole duty of man. It was Elijah who was comforted by an angel allowed to rest and give a new perspective because God gave him a new mission and a new task. Sometimes we really need to be comforted by somebody else. Sometimes we need physical rest and sometimes we need a new perspective of life. It was Jonah who received the admonition and the rebuke rebuke from God that caused him to turn around and to go to preach in Nineveh. It was the apostle Paul who said that they were under stress where they didn't know what they were going to survive. But Paul who learned that although pressure we face can be beyond our physical and human ability to endure, Paul understood and would tell us today the God of heaven can bear all things. Paul said this all happened that we might not rely on ourselves. Church, sometimes we rely too much on ourselves. Sometimes it's our own wills that we want to do. Sometimes we are, we are pulling from our human self when we ought to lean on the Lord and we have to walk by faith. But on God, Paul says, we did not depend on ourselves, but he says we depended and relied on God who raises the dead. Paul understood if, if God can raise the dead, and can he raise a dead spirit inside of me? If God can raise the dead, can he raise a dead marriage from the cemetery? If God can raise the dead, can he raise even a, a dead household? If God can raise the dead, can he comfort and increase our strength? Paul understood that God was greater than him. Church, beware. Be on the lookout. Be cautious. Peter would say, be sober. Be vigilant. When you look at the word sober, it means to watch your mind. Watch what goes into your mind. Be vigilant has to do with your sight or your eyes. He says, watch what goes into your eyes. Be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion seeking Looking for the opportunity, lurking for the opportunity, how he can devour us. Every time you look at sickness, the devil is roaring. Every time you look at a disease, the devil is roaring. Every time you see and witness division, the devil is roaring. Every time you see hate or hate crimes, uh, the devil is roaring. Every time uh, you hear about somebody dying, uh, the devil is roaring. He seeks about whom he may devour. Suicide comes from different spirits. Uh, that leads one to commit the very act. Or you might have not committed the act, but you probably commit the thought. You don't have to say amen is right anyhow. I want you to know today... That suicide don't happen overnight. Are you listening to me? It starts small. 
it, 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 it starts miniature. It, it starts with small uh, little jabs uh, to your mind. Uh, it starts with small stabs uh, to your head. Uh, it messes with your feelings. It messes with your thoughts. It pulls at your emotions and even uh, aims for your convictions and your beliefs. It doesn't care if you are a sinner or if you are a saint. It desires to kill, uh, steal, uh, and destroy. Suicide wants to blind, uh, bind, and grind you to pieces. Oh, it comes to fathers who are trying their very best to raise their children and keep their families strong. Uh, it comes to mothers who, who causes them to, to make them feel like they're doing everything that they possibly can, but it just don't seem like it's enough. It comes to teenagers who make it feel like they are the problem and they are the root cause of their parents getting a divorce. Uh, I need you to know today suicide is real. They come in the form of poisonous thoughts. Desiring to take our, our mind. And when enough thoughts poison your head, they go in for the kill. The spirit of loneliness is real. You can be around a hundred people and still be lonely. The spirit of hopelessness is real. There are people right now who literally feel like they have no way out they actually feel like their life has come to a dead end uh, and there is no constructing uh, of any new roads uh, infrastructure or bridge uh, to get me to a life of hope the spirit of hopelessness is real the spirit of worry is real there are people who take their life because they simply don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but I'm glad I know who holds tomorrow in his hands. The spirit of fear is real. There are people who live in fear all of their lives. There are Christians who live in fear. Paul tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear. Oh, the spirit of guilt is real. You can say if I, if I only was there, if I, if I could have done this, that, and the other. There are people who take their lives uh, and if they don't die physical, they die emotionally because uh, they blame themselves. I want you to know that the spirit uh, of guilt is alive uh, and well today. The spirit of sorrow. There are people who, who walk around with their heads down all day. And if their physical head is not down, their head is down uh, mentally. The spirit of worthlessness. There are some people who feel like they are worth nothing. There are people every day who feel like they are worth nothing. They, don't, they are not worth anything to anybody. Nobody cares about them. I, I might as well be gone. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares for me. Nobody is kind to me. I, I might as well be gone. The spirit of confusion is real. God says, I'm not the author of confusion. The spirit of feeling abandoned is real. There are a number of people today 
who say my mother abandoned me, my father abandoned me, my relatives abandoned me, my siblings abandoned me, everybody's abandoned me. Well, I stopped by today to tell you that the Lord says that I will never leave you nor will I forsake you. If anybody is with you today, the Lord wants you to know today that God loves you and I love you by giving my son to you. He would say today, the spirit of hurt is real. The spirit of pain is real. The spirit of being wounded and living with wounds in your life is real. Some people have years of abuse in their lives. They are suffering today. I said there are people who are suffering today. Even people in the Lord's church are suffering today because of the things that they have experienced in their life. Preacher, what do you think about suicide? Well, God has already said to us that suicide goes against God's word. We, as parents and grandparents, should teach our children to value life. Value life because God gave life. Church, we ought to enjoy life. Can I get a witness here? <laughs> we ought to enjoy life. Every day, every night, you ought to enjoy life. I don't care where you live. I don't care where you work. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what you don't have. I don't care what you wear. I don't care what you drive. God has given every person life so you and I might as well enjoy the life that God gives us. Church, life is God's gifts. Life is God's gift to us. If God gives you nothing else, he's given you life. Somebody say that's why you call it the present. To the lost this morning, I don't know who you are. To the lost this morning, to those who do not have the spiritual relationship with the Lord, to those of you who are at a distance from the Lord on today, I don't know who you are. I don't know where your location might be, but I stopped by to tell you this. But you are not too dirty. For God to clean. Some people feel that I'm just too messed up from the flow up for the Lord to do something with me today. I stopped by to tell you today that you are not too dirty for God to cleanse. You are not too broken for God to fix. I don't care how messed up and flipped upside down you are. You are not too broken for God to put you back together again. You're not so far from God. That God can't reach you. You're not too guilty. That God cannot forgive you. You are not too worthless. That God cannot love you. Church is not only about those who are sinners. But sometimes uh, it's about those of us who are saved. How to the saved this morning. Wherever you might be. Note this today. That none of us. None of us are not so strong where you cannot be brought down to your knees. You are not so wise where you and I cannot play the fool. You are not so sanctified where you cannot commit any sin. See, the thing about sin is, is this. I told you it's, a, it's fruits of sin. If you commit one sin, you can commit another sin. If you commit this sin, you can commit that sin. You might not commit that sin, but you have something in you that can cause you to commit that sin. 
That's why in the beginning of Galatians 5, we talked about in the sermon that you ought to allow the Spirit of God to do what? To lead you. God's Spirit needs to take us by the hand and lead our lives each day and each night. It's hand in hand with the Spirit of God. He will lead us from earth on up to glory. A church today, you are not so you're not, so, you're not so sanctified where you cannot commit sin. You're not so holy where you cannot get dirty. You're not so churchy where you cannot be hellish. You're not so righteous where you cannot be rotten to the spiritual core. You are not so prayed up where you cannot be prayed upon by the devil. You are not so theological where you cannot be hypocritical. I wish I had a church up in here. And you are not so spiritual, sophisticated, where you cannot be destroyed, damaged, and devoured by the devil himself. Be careful. Christians, be careful. Be careful. The devil is on the prowl. You know, this is the family reunion. Every Sunday we come, this is the family reunion. Amen, somebody. I want you to know God comes here on Sunday for the particular reason of being worshipped. Every soul ought to be here this morning because it's the family reunion. Whenever God shows up, then the people of God ought to show up. You know, I was, I was here on yesterday. Um, Brother Gaddis was here. And um, I walked over to the, um, to the classrooms over here. And I, 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 I didn't see it last Sunday. I don't know if they put it up throughout the week or what, but it might have been there. I probably just didn't go in that direction. But I saw three pictures of three young men that was on the door. Did you see it yet? If y'all didn't see it, I want you to go over there after service. And I want you to look at those pictures on the, on the door. And I looked at those three young men. And I looked at them and I saw, I saw something that is possible in the future. Now, what I saw may not be what you see. But after, after church, I want you to just walk there and just look at them. And, and, and the guys are uh, young Alex. And Alex, I don't, th I don't know if Alex is here, but he might be in the back somewhere. Uh, Alex, uh, Sister Hartsford and Brother Hartsford's son, the youngest boy. Uh, the other one is uh, Gavin uh, there uh, on, the, on, on the door. And, and Reese uh, over here. And, and I looked at those three young men. And I tell you, I kid you not, I, I can see on the door the church's leadership. I wish somebody was going to shout on there. I, I just thought somebody was going whoop, whoop right there. And I looked at it and I say, wow. I say, I say, this is very like possible rather uh, of being, and I don't know if one would be the preacher and the two would be the elders. I, I don't know how they would do it. But, but I saw what could happen. Hello, somebody. Parents, if you don't start young, then when do you start? The Bible says train up a child <laughs> in the way he should. 
And that's not saying that they can't be doctors and lawyers and, and football players and all that other stuff. But, but, but they can sure enough be leaders in the Lord's house. Hello, somebody. And I want you to know that the spirit of suicide is real. And I, I just want to give you this before I close. Suicide is the tenth leading cause of death in the United States of America. On an average, 100 and 32 Americans die by suicide each day. 1.4 million Americans attempt suicide. 90% of those who die by suicide had a diagnosable mental health condition. At the time of their death, men die by suicide 3.6 times more often than women. Women were 1.4 times more likely to attempt suicide. 48,344 Americans died by suicide during that year. Second, the second leading cause of death, watch this here, for ages 10 through 34. It is the fourth leading cause of death for ages 35 and 54. I stopped by today to tell y'all, Cancer, strokes, heart attacks, coronavirus is not the only thing that is killing us. <laughs> the spirit of suicide. Be led, be led, be led by the spirit. If you are not a child of God today, you come by hearing his word. Believing the same, repenting of your sins, confessing that Jesus is the Son of God, and be willing to be baptized this morning, where the Lord will wash away all of your sins. You can start over. You can be brand new on today. If you're a child of God and you have saw yourself in the lesson on today, you say, well, you know, I need to get some things right. I need to become stronger. I need the Lord's forgiveness. All you have to do is ask and God shall give it according to his will on today. If that be your desire, if that be your, your, your will on today to do what is pleasing to the Lord, I say do it on today. If it's baptism to become a part of the Lord's church, say today I'm going to do what God wants me to do why not do it right and do it now before it is eternally too late how much how much more do we need to see to change our lives that's your desire it is in your hands why don't you come as together we stand and together we sing the invitation song come to jesus mm -hmm.